Welcome, one and all, to another episode of the Close Encounters of the Nerdkind Podcast. My name's Imran, TJ Sutherland, Dan Colacott, with new episodes released on the first and third Mondays of the month. Catch Close Encounters of the Nerdkind Podcast at foreverinelectricdreams.com. Welcome to the Close Encounters of the Nerdkind Podcast. I am here with Imran Mazza and TJ Sutherland. And today we will be looking at some of the classic films we haven't seen from our childhood years. So this is kind of part three in our classic film series where we reveal the three films that each of us hasn't seen and then the other two vote on the film that that person should watch. And once each of us have watched one of those films, we will come back and discuss it further. My God, have I got that right? <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> I think if we rearrange the words, then yeah. Oh. <laughs> You've got the right words. Yeah. Just... <laughs> We're just not quite in the right order. <laughs> good effort, though. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it'll all fall into place as soon as we start talking about it. So no, I think it's fine. <laughs> We're going to talk about it as well. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a struggle. Yeah, well, you're right. That's the episode. We're done. Thanks for tuning in. Much appreciated. Shortest <laughs> episode ever. <laughs> so, I'm coming straight to you, Mr. Sutherland. Yeah. What are, yay! What are three childhood movies that are considered classics that for some reason, uh, reasons only you can explain, you didn't see or have never seen never had the chance to see it. Well, my first movie is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 1. Um, <laughs> it's no, a kid's it's, movie. It's kids, there's kids in the movie, right? There's, there's, there's kids, kids in the movie. Where kids yeah. die horribly, I said. And then Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. And then... <laughs> um Sorry, I'm being stupid. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, my three... I want to show my age now as well, which is kind of terrifying um but i suppose we're all the same age so so my first one is the uh 1977 classic not sure if it's a kid's movie but i'm gonna roll with it just bear with me uh close encounters of the third kind by uh mr spielberg um i believe it's relatively famous i believe children may have watched it at some point and some may even call it a classic so yeah, it's my first one. I don't know if you, either of you guys have seen it on. I feel like I've, I've, I don't think I've seen the whole thing. There, there are pieces of of it I'm, I can very uh, clearly remember from the film, of which I'll so, explain now. But no, I won't. <laughs> well, this but is, there, this there is, are this is the same. It's, yeah, this is the same thing that I have. It's like I kind of feel like I've, ha- I've seen bits and pieces of it, but then it's one of those films that's got like such iconic moments in it and the da, 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 all that kind of stuff. That I wonder if I've just seen like snippets or in re- or like reference in pop culture, but I've not actually seen the film directly. Yeah, I, I do think when of... you watch it, that you'll be like, "Oh, Simpsons did that. Oh, Family Guy <laughs> did that. Oh, so and so did that." Ninety-eight percent of the film, I already know what's going to happen. So, uh, so yeah, so that's that's my first one. <laughs> Yeah, the mashed potato thing is quite iconic, isn't it? Yes, that was oh, yes, yeah, smash. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, there you go. Um, so yeah, so that's that's my first one. Um, 
interested to I, I kind of have I, I know there's UFOs in it and um, <laughs> stuff, but that's kind of as far as uh, my memory of what it may be about goes. Um, but yeah, hugely successful film, considered a classic. So that's my number it, one. Is it similar to our our podcast name? Uh, well, it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, a, there's a real irony there. <laughs> <laughs> he, chose, he chose that name anyway. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's um, so yeah. So that's one I've, I've just kind of missed for some reason. I, I guess maybe uh, maybe it's just something that didn't really interest me as such. Uh, even though I'm a, I'm a big Spielberg fan because of obviously. I think it, I think it's our generation. I think all three of us, you know, we because Star Wars continued in '78 and then. You know, there was then Empire and Return of the Jedi, and it kind of, you know, you kind of grew up with that. But this this film in '77, I mean, how old were you? Three or four, or something like that. Oh, fuck off! I was one. <laughs> you were one. Jesus, hey, you're like '76, man. <laughs> Rude. Yeah, think... How old are you? Fifteen. <laughs> I think it's slightly more adult themed. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this one was about twelve at the time. No, um, I mean, it's slightly more adult themed, even though it, it you know, it, it's one of those sort of films that mm. hovers around the sort of children or family side. Yeah, it's on. It's on like in the school holidays on at like ten o'clock in the morning or something. Like that. Or like, yeah, like Christmas, it might be on or some mm. random time of the year. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. it always felt like one of yeah. like a kids' movie, uh, not a kids, not a kids' movie, not a traditional kids' movie, but a movie that's kind of geared for kids. I don't know. That makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, I think I don't think I don't think it is. I think it's a family movie. So I, I that's think, yeah. Sorry, think, that's what I mean. Yeah, I think you, you know it, it, it borderlines being for kids. I think you know kids is definitely part of that audience, but it's not like ET. Or the ET ripoff Mac and Me, which is the most hilarious. Thing. <laughs> what and what? Who now? <laughs> Mac and Me. No. <laughs> Basically, there's it, another kids movie I've not seen. <laughs> it, it's a ripoff of ET, but uh, heavily sponsored and funded by McDonald's. So everything that oh, happens wow. in it. Um, well, Wait, is it a kid and a Big Mac that's just like cycling like <laughs> something on a BMX? <laughs> Getting away from the guys from Burger King or something. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. Well, <laughs> Mac, Mac is uh, is an alien, I think. I believe. I don't know why. That sounds horrendous. <laughs> oh man, it, it it's there, there's so many memes and you know parody, and you you just can't take it seriously as a film. You, you just have to. It, it it will you will enjoy delving into the Mac and Me rabbit hole. Because there's some incredible memes. You know what? I'm not sure I will. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You should honestly. It's hilarious, purely out of irony and parody and joy. But yeah, okay. um, but yeah. I was just saying, Close Encounters is probably not doesn't have uh, a childlike focus. You know, there's not there's not really the, the focus of what happens is is to the adults rather than the kids. Oh, okay. Well, okay, that's just completely pissed all over my first choice. Thanks for that. Um, so, 
valid. I'm still saying it's, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it was it's a movie good. that was around when I was a child. Therefore, it is a children's movie. <laughs> yeah, you were went into your 30s by then, though, T. So oh, I'm surprised you didn't yourself. watch it with all of behave your... Behave yourself. Your work friends. Behave. <laughs> Moving on to number two. Second choice, cheeky bastard. Um, yes, so my number two film is actually more—it's uh, more of a teen flick, I guess. Um, so number two is Sixteen Candles, uh, nineteen eighty-four, coming-of-age comedy by—I uh, think it was his first movie, actually, uh, John Hughes, uh, who went on to do a few more well-known films. But um, yeah, Sixteen Candles. Uh, it's another one that I've missed. Again, you, you guys, either of you guys seen that one? No. I haven't. Is it Molly Ringwald? Molly Ringwald, yeah, the eighties uh, wow. starlet. Um, yeah, wasn't she amazing? She did so much stuff. Um, and uh, and another one of John Hughes's proteges, um, Anthony Michael Hall's in, in that as well. I think, that, oh, wow. I think that was his first movie as well. Um, Have you seen any John Hughes films? Because the only one I've ever seen is, was Weird Science. I think that's what everyone's seen. Oh, uh, have you not seen uh, Fred Bueller's Day Off? Is that John Hughes? Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah, no, sorry. Apologies. Yeah, it is, right? I'm not making I'll, that I'd up. I'd say that is the most, probably for, specifically for our generation, that is the most iconic. Yes. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, and um, uh, yeah, so that's another one I've not seen. I nearly said, I would have said Breakfast Club up to we'd have done this like two months ago but i randomly saw breakfast club a couple of months ago so uh so yeah that's another john hughes film ticked off um as a brief so, yeah. aside what did you think because i actually saw it for the first time a few months ago as well funny enough breakfast club yeah i really enjoyed it it's a it, it's it's interesting kind of watching uh cl- a classic movie that's in that genre um having not seen it when you were a kid, not having nostalgic memories of it, like yeah. just watching it as a movie when you're a grown up and you have more refined taste, apparently. Um, <laughs> and uh, the thing about got a lot of John Hughes movies, what I have, my, my experience is that it's much more women that love them, not blokes. Uh, I, I think it depends on the film. I think, uh, I think, like like a sixteen candles, I'm gonna sound like a complete misogynist, sexist pig now. Um, I think there will be there will be more uh, females that have fond, fond memories of uh, that film and probably Breakfast Club, but like Weird Science, that was like one of my favorite movies. Me and my best mate watched that film to death when we were like kids because it was basically because we just dreamed that we were those two guys. Um, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off as well, I think is. Is another one that's um, you know well loved by uh, more males again because it's like you want to be Ferris Bueller, yeah. of course you do. Um, but yeah, Breakfast Club, I I enjoyed it. It's it's I think if you if you had like a kid in their teens in twenty twenty watching a movie like that, they'd be like, what what is this shit? But I think if you are of our age and you understand, you know, the message those films are trying to portray and they were a film of their time, you can watch it and appreciate it, I think, a bit more. 
appreciate it for what it is. Understanding that, you know, these are all the characters in it are complete stereotypes. But, you know. Mm. Um, it's also what's, it's really interesting as well watching something that again like like with the close encounters that has been parodied and mimicked and copied and then you're watching mm. the original of it and then you almost want to think oh this isn't original but you're like no no no, this is the original everything that has followed stemmed from this yeah yeah that's true actually yeah but yeah so sitting candles me number two um so yeah for my third film um i'm gonna go animated this time uh and it's the 2010 animated movie how to train your dragon which i'm told is a modern day classic say modern 2010 (laughs) was 10 years ago um but yeah it's a couple of uh big names in there jonah hill gerald butler um made a buttload of money is quite well renowned i think it won uh it was nominated for a couple of academy awards as well so um it's so, yeah. one of the uh, few films, few animated films that's not made by Disney Pixar that has done. That really was a big well. success. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because was it uh, DreamWorks did? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's weird because I like dragons and I like cartoons. So why have I not seen this film? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, so yeah, those are my three films. They are very random and they show that I have watched way too many kids' movies going well into my 40s, (laughs) apparently. So, uh, yeah. So, Iman, what are we going to make him watch? I don't know. I was just thinking, actually. I thought I had a clear answer, but I was. Well, I I have, just to say, I have some some experience of How to Train Your Dragon because my daughter went through. Uh, a hell of a lot of it um and there's a a tv show yeah massive massive still in her dragon phase but with how to train the dragon they've got the tv show as well so it's like it's like i don't know five or six seasons there's loads of them and uh series of it as well because there's like four films isn't there i think Uh, i think three three. i think three films and but the the series is is like it's like four or five seasons or something like that maybe more it's loads of them so she's she was um, yeah, she's consumed a lot of How to Train Your Dragon, and thus I have as well. But uh, the show, I would massive thumbs down. I really don't like it at all. But the, the films aren't bad. But yeah. I, I, I would never. There's no for me. I'm not. I wouldn't pick that for you, TJ, over the other two. Okay. Um, I thought I would have gone with Close Encounters. Um, however, I don't know, man. I, I don't know anything about Sixteen Candles, but I'm, I'm. I, I do find myself stuck in the eighties a little bit sometimes. So that kind of, um, uh, kind, I, of I, I, kind of movie. I have a preference by the way. So I'd be interested to see oh. what you guys choose. Well, hold on. So yeah, yeah don't, don't reveal your, your I'm, I'm not going to reveal, but I, I, I well, I'm, I'm completely at your mercy. Well, Dan, what do you reckon? I'm stuck between 16 candles and close encounters. Yeah, so I guess um, for me, Close Encounters isn't a classic children's movie. It's a classic family movie. So I, I would, on that basis, I wouldn't go for that one, even though I'm not, you know, not criticizing you for picking it. Um, but I think How to Train Your Dragon. You are right. It, it's you know a lot of people love that film, but I think for us, it, it's probably 
too recent to be a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably will be. Yeah. Uh, um, but, um, I mean, it was yeah. made a decade ago, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really joking. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that, you, you, you can still call something a classic if it's 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, you were well into your 50s a decade ago, Tej, as well, though. So, <laughs> so that's the last one. Honestly, that's the last one. If you weren't for this lockdown, I'll be over there kicking your ass right now. <laughs> so I think, seeing as you enjoyed, well, you've already said you've enjoyed pretty much all the other John Hughes films we've talked about, I think it's a no brainer to go for 16 candles because but really, dan teach is a diehard sci-fi fan the last time we did this where is it 2001 we 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 pitched for him to, i don't know i feel like this is a rite of passage for our little tj what are we gonna do <laughs> i don't know i feel like we can't deny him um close encounters as well only, only if he has only if he is able to watch the extended cut, which is six hours long. <laughs> there isn't, is there? Is there? No, no. How can aliens can they find it? Unless we edit one together ourselves. <laughs> Let's do that. I'm, I'm well up for that. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm, Sixteen be. candles. It is then. It would appear. Sixteen candles. Sixteen candles. Cool. All right. Preference. That would have been my preference, to be fair. Wow. So I, I, I'm, I'm grateful to you both. Yeah, because again, it's like you know, I, like I already did the sci-fi thing, and it's nice to do something else. Yeah. And um, and I do like a John Hughes film. It's going to be corny as hell, so I'm going to give it a scathing review. <laughs> I don't um, see with the misses, don't you? What's that? Sorry, you can watch it with the misses. I can do. Yeah, and, and we could test it. Did, who enjoyed it more, the boys or the girls? We could test it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, thanks. <laughs> a few women that were listening to our podcast have just switched off. Oh god, these idiots! Oh god, these jokers! All right, he's next up. Um, so, going to Mister Merza, what are your three? childhood classics that you have somehow never seen well because you're like, a horrible human being <laughs> like uh like tj i do have a strong uh preference which of course i won't reveal uh but the three options as 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 they stand are another 80s classic uh adventures in babysitting which nice. again i've i have never seen um of or have known about it i have known about it the whole time but I've, yeah i've never actually got around to watching it um adventure babysitting is one i've seen i saw it and this is one another one that i got from my um my video rental place around the corner from my house and i remember it because on the video cover it had like this kind of yeah. real kind of action shot of and i was like oh that yes, looks really yeah, cool yeah. it looks like it's gonna be some sort of i don't know like goonies or da 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 like yeah, type movie yeah, exactly the same thing yeah, and then I watched it. I was yeah. like, "Oh, damn!" They, I got hoodwinked. The video cover is really iconic, and I can remember definitely remember renting it. And I know yeah. Elizabeth uh, Shoe was in it. But yeah, I can't remember anything about it? It's also got um, oh man, the guy who's currently in Star Trek Discovery, um... Adam Rapp? No, Anthony Rapp. That right? Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it's got him as as one of the kids, I believe. Oh, uh, I nice. Fantastic, but I can't remember. I can't remember him being in it. So that's another kind of it. It feels like my brain has just edited any memory of that film out of my head, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, I I barely remember. I remember being disappointed. Not not disappointed with it as a film. I don't quite recall if I thought it was good or bad. I just remember being disappointed that it wasn't what I thought it was because the cover sold it as being one thing. And when I watched it, I was like, okay, this is not an adventure. It's just a load of babysitting. Do you want to describe what the cover was? So it's, so I I recall there's like, I think there's a group of them hanging off the, like the edge of a building or off a mountain or something or like, like that. And like hanging onto a rope. It's a building. Yeah. They're, They're basically, is it abseiling or parasailing? Down? Yeah, something like that. And I was like, oh, this looks like it's going to be like, I don't know, have some sort of action in it. Because back yeah. then you just looked at the covers, you did not read the bit on the back to see what the film was about. Um, Especially but- for us, because I think it was at a time where we those sort of films we probably wouldn't have known. I don't, I don't even know if it, would, it had a, a big UK cinema run. Probably, no, 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 I, I don't recall that, no. But I thought it was going to be something akin to like the Goonies or something like that. But uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I fell a bit short of that. So, but yes, not a glowing review then for me. The view. Well, no, I, like I say, I don't recall if it was any good or not. Um, I just remember being disappointed in what I got. <laughs> <laughs> not a glowing review then. <laughs> and I, and I can remember nothing. So that. If you guys pick this movie, I'll be so surprised. And I'll be like, these guys hate me like hell. <laughs> well, let's, let's see what else you got. Well, you already said it, but carry on with your second uh, Labyrinth would be my um, other option. Yeah. No, I went, last time I saw Labyrinth was uh, at the Prince Charles um, Cinema, back when you could go to the cinema. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, when the Prince Charles Cinema in central London for... Uh, those who don't know, is uh, it's an old, yeah, pretty old cinema, uh, quite small. Um, I, we spoke about it in the last podcast for a little while, actually. Um, and they do, they're really cool that they do show like old classic movies or they do uh, theme movie nights. They, like I've been to uh, an Arnold Schwarzenegger one where they show like Commando, Predator and Terminator back to back. I went to go and see uh, Big Trouble in Little China in there. Um, that was the first time I saw it on the big screen, and not back in '86 when it came out, but like <laughs> <laughs> in 2000 or so. Um, and yeah, so it's really good for like they will put on like classic movies and that. And yeah, they had a labyrinth night, and they had actually it was a. I don't know if it was supposed to be a sing along uh, uh, experience, right. but people just sang the shit out of that, like the songs in that it's movie. It's a musical. It was, it's not a yeah. musical, but is it? Is it? Well, well, it? I don't think it's a musical, but it's. It has a lot like, of musical numbers. It's got a lot of yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's it's kind of like the like a Muppets movie, like where you have like a story and then they'll break out into song. I don't, I don't recall there being that many songs that you would think of it as a musical though. Well, I just, I could be, I could be misremembering, but, uh, but yeah, people was were singing the shit out of it. It was, it was pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, I think I think you're right. It's not it's not full on musical, but it has about. Ooh, I'm trying to think now. 
it has, it has at least four or five kind of big musical numbers in it. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a. It's a oh, to be fair, it's listed as a fantasy musical. So yeah, yeah. well, because they're 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 supposed to be. Well, they've been saying this for years, actually, but they're supposed to be developing it as a as a kind of um, a big show, you know, big theatrical musical. So oh, okay. That how makes sense, yeah. do that? Um, but yeah, I don't think you, I wouldn't say like there's not there's not uh, there's not music at the end of every scene or the beginning mm. of every scene, but there's probably a good four or five big songs in it. I think. To be fair, it is a it's a Jim Henson movie, so mm. my my reference to the Muppets actually wasn't that far off. Exactly, um, exactly. and it's David Bowie. I mean, you can't. And he's yeah, that's true. Probably his most iconic music. Uh, sorry, film role. I think. Yeah, I think so. The man who fell to earth. Is it is that mm. right? Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think it's one of my favorite films of all time. Even though oh. I think as, as a kid, the fireys scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. Nope. No but I'm not going to anything about who the fireys are. In my, in my I know, yeah. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm keen to, um, or, yeah, I'm keen to delve in. Uh, third option would be um, original Robin Williams Jumanji, which I figured. I'm surprised. I was surprised by this one, actually, that you hadn't seen that. Um yeah, I, I think I've seen like a, a few minutes of it here and there. Again, one of my daughter's uh, um, things that she got immersed into was contemporary Jumanji. Like she's just insane about it. Um, so she <laughs> the, the reboot, the, she, yeah, we went to the cinema for the second uh, one as well. She loves the original, excuse me, the the first one of the reboot, The Rock, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. So uh, I've watched that to death, which is awesome. Um and it's a lot of fun. It's, it's very cool. Uh, but yeah, she's watched the original Jumanji a couple of times, but I've just never been there. I've never been like... You're a that point. Yeah. No, no, hang on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean in that moment, like if I've been at work or uh-huh. Uh-huh. Never there when your child needs you, man. That's just... I'm, I'm literally dying in social services right now. This is not that sounded terrible, didn't it? Um, <laughs> I've never been there. I've been out there. This is going to come up in therapy. This is going to come up in therapy in twenty years' time. Trust me. Yeah. I'm a parent when I feel like it. Go out. <laughs> but she doesn't like it as much as the reboot. But uh, yeah, she stands by it. So uh, and, uh, yeah, again, it's like, I, I, I'm not surprised by that. Again, it's you know, there's. Arguably, there's more modern, uh, there's more modern look and feel to it as a kid. You know, there's things in there that she'll recognise as opposed to watch the '95 one. She'll be like, "What? What's that? What? Why? Why are they doing that? That makes no sense. Yeah. Why are they playing a board game? I don't understand this." Wait, you move physical things around the book? Nah, not sorry. <laughs> Not feeling it. Where's the controller? Where's the script? I don't, I don't understand what's going on. I have to move it with my hand? Get out. I'm done. No touch screen? Oh, <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I, I, I like the, the original one. Uh, Robin Williams, comedic genius that he is. Um, I don't, again, another one I don't remember very well, but I re- remember that I enjoyed it. So, uh, 
Yeah. I can give you no opinion on it at oh, all no. because I haven't seen it. Even though, again, it, it it's one of those things, it, it's hard to miss it completely because it's continuously repeated on TV. Um, but I can't, apart from it's got, you know, Robin Williams, who's fantastic. You know, I'm a big fan of his. Um, but in terms of something about a magical board game that comes to life, and that's about it. I can, couldn't tell you anything else. Apparently, which I, thanks to the glory of that is Wikipedia, uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, I think is the new one, the first of the new ones. Okay, yeah. That's not the se- not the actual, not the first sequel. There was actually a, a, a sequel in 2005. Oh, really? Called Zathura, A Space Adventure. It's the first oh, thing I'm hearing about this. Yeah, that, that's... that's um, that and it was direct, directed by John Favreau. Oh. Wow. And it was a Jumanji-specific thing. It's a, it's a spin-off from that. So it's, I think it's the... Uh, it was the book was written by the same guy who wrote Jumanji, and I think it's a kind of uh, it's a standalone story, but it's kind of a spin-off from um, from the Jumanji. It's like within the Jumanji universe or something like that. I don't know. Oh wow, okay. Uh, but yeah, obviously this film didn't do that great because I ain't heard of it. Uh, <laughs> it, <clears throat> it made made a hundred thousand dollars above what the budget was budget was 65 million it made 65.1 million at the box office oh, wow. Wow. So, just about break even see john, even john favreau john favreau can't get everything right he's definitely done better though wow that's not as bad as donnie darko too which virtually wow. <laughs> I've, I've seen neither donnie darko or donnie darko too but i've heard how terrible the sequel is in comparison to how good the first you know we, was, we so. do need to arrange a, a podcast in some capacity that has teach watch donnie darko and the oh, three of us just no. talk about trying to make yeah, sense not, why why, why do, do you not it. want to watch it no <laughs> don't want to what i don't like just to, why i don't like to conform oh wow it's not about conforming i think we need to do we did need to do a basic uh, podcast on m- the most mind-bending classics with the most ridiculously overblown endings. Tenant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two tenant. I'm actually sitting here with a soundtrack sitting on my Spotify as well. That's a mind bender. Anyway, sorry, we're going off topic here. Um, so those are your three. Dan, what do you reckon? Adventures in Babysitting, Labyrinth, or Zathora, a space of no, no, really. um, <laughs> Jumanji. Yeah, I mean, to me, because I love Labyrinth, I want him to. I want him to experience Labyrinth, and I think that that's one you could actually watch with the kids in man. And I, I'd hope, fingers crossed, as long as it doesn't scare them, that they'd actually enjoy it. Um, but having said that, Jumanji is a good film. Is even a part of me which wish. I had properly sat down and watched that. But yeah, Labyrinth would be my choice. What, what do you reckon, TJ? So because I'm a bastard, oh. tempted to go for <laughs> adventures in babysitting. Uh, <laughs> it is, yeah, it's part of me because, because I know nothing about it and I'd love to find out. What it's I'm kind of, I, I kind of feel like, 
<laughs> I kind of feel like the re- I'm, I'm thinking about it in terms of like this, the, what the review would be like of each of these films. Labyrinth will probably come back glowing praise. Or maybe, well, I think glowing praise because it, it's a good movie. Jumanji, I think you'd, you'd probably really enjoy. Adventure Babysitting, I have a feeling it's going to be terrible. And it'd be just comedy just to hear what your review is of it. I think I feel like that might be what, sorry, man. I feel like that, that, that just might be a bit more of a entertaining. I can hear him seething through, no, through my I, I, Well, I, I'll, I'll reserve any further comment until, is, is that the official decision? I, what do you reckon, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going but now you said that. I said, Fuck it. Bastard. <laughs> I was convinced it was going to be Labyrinth. Labyrinth has been on my Netflix, my list, saved since last year. <laughs> and I was like, and I've been like, oh, this is it. This is the opportunity. And I have to watch it. And, <laughs> and then I just came Shit. in at the 11th hour and cut your legs out from under. I don't even know. <laughs> to find adventures in babysitting as well you may have to go to the old video store that i used to go no, to, to i find actually a copy. no when i make my list i look at what's available and it's on uh, okay, uh, disney yeah. plus oh really I, yeah, I just went to the movies on disney plus and i was just scrolling through and i saw that oh, I, thought, wow, I never would have thought that was there but yeah great add it to the list but uh I'm gonna watch yeah. it as well out of sympathy for you <laughs> yeah you're a disney plus huh so yeah you absolutely <laughs> can watch it it makes my review more effective if you've if as opposed to two people that are like oh sounds good um I, if i if i have time this week i might actually watch it because i'm really <laughs> super curious as to 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 see what it's all about um uh, sorry man i love I you i did not think that that was how it was gonna go <laughs> it nearly okay. it nearly went the way you wanted it to as well I feel bad because I got it. I feel bad because I got it from my one as well. So. <laughs> well, I can guarantee Dad's not going to get the film he wanted. But anyway, <laughs> we can still stitch up Dan, so that's fine. So Dan, yeah. So Dan, what's the list, dude? Yeah. Okay, so the first on my list, and it is a film that I think, again, it's been on TV so many times that I've watched bits of it. Um, I kind of. I have a vague memory of it being a sort of semi-magical, sort of swashbuckling action film, but that's The Princess Bride. <sighs> Amazing film. Yeah. Absolutely love Princess Bride. I've watched it like 5,000 times. Definitely doesn't star Antonio Banderas, <laughs> which I'm disappointed about. But, but you, you know, didn't know that the that, uh, the other guy was Soul from Homeland. I did you? know that's that's why I kept on saying his name, and you were like, "Yeah, Soul from Homeland." Yes, man, <laughs> deeper thinking. Yeah, Soul from Homeland. Yes, I know who he is. <laughs> yeah, I, I should explain that for some reason I was convinced that uh, Mandy Potemkin was the Pushing boots. I convinced Antonio Banderas was in this film because he, he plays Christian Boots and Zorro and other <laughs> other I kind. Think, of, I swear, like Zorro is like that only swashbuckling characters. But oh, actually, I suppose, uh, yeah, isn't Zorro like that only swashbuckling character he's played? Christian Boots, come on! Oh yeah, that's what. <laughs> Uh, he also played a cat, okay. Swashbuckling cat, come on. Swashbuckling cat, sorry, my bad. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember Andre the Giant being in it. Um, yep. 
yeah that's that's about it really um but it's one of those films uh i think i was watching goldberg's um and there's there's one episode where they heavily reference that film um and it kind of did did make me think oh why have i why have i never watched this from beginning to end why why is this not because i love the goonies and Hmm. you know um adventures in babysitting (laughs) (laughs) twice i love all those kind of action-based sort of kids films um you know i remember i've seen is it there's one called it's epic uh yeah is that the one with um tom cruise tom cruise uh with the yeah 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 yeah, there's quite a few sort of fantasy oh, sides. Some film I haven't seen in ages, actually. You know, kind of Romance in the Stone. There's, there's yes. Films. I used to love all those kind of films. So I can't oh, man. believe I've not seen this. But I yeah. Know. Yeah, no, Princess Bride. Uh, yeah, that again, like you say, if you, if you liked all those films, that it's one of those films that kind of lends itself to uh, to, you know, that sort of that sort of fantasy genre. And um have you seen uh the uh, Deadpool's the Night Before Christmas? No. Okay, oh. there's there's a there's a strong Princess Bride reference in that, but uh, okay. I'm not sorry, but yeah. Um cool, so what's your number two? My number two is really, really, really left field. Um I don't even know if it kind of well, it has it has a kind of kid in it, so I'll allow it. <laughs> I don't know if it's a traditional kids film. It's a nineteen eighty two film, The Toy, which stars Richard Pryor, Jackie Gleason, um, and it's a Richard Donner film. You know, the man who did uh, Superman, Goonie, The Weapon, exactly. So, and it's one of those films where, again, we keep keep speaking about our local video shops. I remember seeing the cover, which which is basically like, um, I think think it might might be Jackie Gleason at the top, and he's he's got Richard um, Pryor on um, what do you call it? He's almost like Pinocchio on strings. Because I think the whole concept is that they, they they give Richard Pryor has to be like a living toy for this kid. I think I don't know much about this film. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. The first, the first. So uh, when you when you mentioned it, um, I like I drew a complete blank because I'd seen quite a few Richard Pryor films, but. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's a that's a new one on me. This one, yeah, it, it, I think it's a rich guy buys buys this or pays for this guy to basically entertain his kid. I think that's that sounds, uh, yeah, that's not Bruce's millions. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it, it's kind of weird because you know, as I was saying before, um, I'm a massive Richard Pryor fan. But we'll forgive. Um, yeah. And as a kid, I grew up. The first Richard Pryor film I, I properly watched from beginning to end 
when it came out was see no evil hear no evil and okay. then, you know then i i watched uh blazing saddles um you know i went backwards watched blazing saddles watched brewster's millions well brewster's millions is one of those films which seems to get repeated more than any other film known to man on you know the- he's not in blazing saddles right oh no no he isn't sorry oh, i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, oh, um, Another You was the other film, uh, as well as Superman Two. I was going to uh, say, have you seen um, Stir Crazy as well? Yes. Sorry, that's it. That's the one. Oh yeah, I was wondering if that's the one because he, he's yeah. there's a, there's a bit with the whole rodeo thing and all that, and I was wondering if maybe that's where you got a bit confused. But yeah, I do. You know, when he's in the chicken suit, because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's. It's the films where he's kind of partnered. Uh, um, Gene with him. Um, I said Gene Hackman there. <laughs> Not Gene Hackman. Wilder. Gene Wilder, that's the one. Gene Wilder, yeah, that, that kind of really... Um, yeah, they're a great, great pair. Grew up on those sort of, love those films. Even though Another Year was pretty awful, to be fair. But Stir Crazy and See No Evil are just incredible. Mm. But yeah, so I remember, um, I remember seeing this film cover on a VHS so many times and it was only kind of probably as an adult I realised that that was Richard Pryor who, oh, wow. the, uh, the, who is the toy from the title and um, yeah and I was kind of like and, and it, yeah it was only when we were talking about this before the podcast that I researched children's films of the 80s and it came up and I was like oh crap is that a children's film and I'm like oh yeah it's got this uh, it's got a really irritating, uh, you know, big-eyed kid who I'm sure in a lot of um, films from that time, I don't even know the name. Yeah, he does look familiar, actually. Yeah. Um, probably in Mac and Me as well. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and my third choice, which, again, it's, I think it's probably... One, I, I don't know many people in the UK watched it because it was more a very American-centric thing. Like there, there were two kind of very American uh, kind of character-based movie series and TV series that you didn't really have in the UK. And that first one was Ernest. You ever seen there's a, there's a whole series of Ernest films? Yeah. Definitely more um, American centric. Exactly, and and then and the main one was Pee Wee Herman, and because we never had, a, I don't, I don't think, unless you guys know differently, the the t- Pee Wee Herman TV show was never really shown over here either. So I don't think. No, I don't think so. I don't recall seeing it. Yeah, I don't know. So. So Pee Wee Herman wasn't really part of our kind of pop culture growing up, but every time I kind of see bits of the, the, the TV show, because I know that they brought it back not long ago. I think it came back. With the original, with the same guy. Yeah, yeah, same guy who's a really talented, you know, I, I've i seen him, you know, he's in Mystery Men, he's in Flight of the Navigator, he's the voice of the, the ship in Flight of the Navigator. Oh, was he? Oh, I didn't realise that. He was yeah. also in um, the uh, original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's 
he's an obscenely talented character actor. But and so I've always kind of because of that, I've always thought, well, you know, I should, I should probably watch some Pee Wee Herman. Um, but I have to say, whenever I've seen the TV show, which is just this kind of man child jumping around the house where every item of furniture is is a character and alive, and you know, oh, it's a bit, yeah. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yeah, I've never. Really... <laughs> that won't get rotated at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, um, and also you know that there's a bit of scandal about him. Do you know? The yes. Yeah, hey, I don't don't remember what it was though. Did he get, wait? Hold on. Did he get caught masturbating in a cinema? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Is, I was. Was that it? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm so I mean, glad that was it, because if that hadn't been it, that would have been a really, really oddly specific guess. I love you, yeah, because it was preceded by the words, I can't remember what it was. Was it this? And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the obvious question is, what film was he watching? Yeah, it was, um, I, I think it's a, I think it was a, um, an Not adult me. film. No, it wasn't. It, I don't think it was a normal cinema. I think it was an adult cinema. Right. And, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to go too. Sure. Much, but in yeah. which case, then what's, what's what's he getting in trouble for? I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's, a, he's a celebrity, and he, you know, is a kids entertainer. Uh, Paul Rubens is his name, and he's, as I said, I, I really think he's absolutely fantastic uh, comedian, you know, character actor. But um, yeah, he he kind of. The, the the tabloids in America really turned on him, and he was out of the public eye for a long time because of that. I think I think he's also it was also tied up with his sexuality as well, because okay. again, you know, I don't think I don't think it really matters now, but for a children's presenter or children's entertainer who predominantly, you know, does a children's TV show to be gay and masturbating in the cinema or caught masturbating in the cinema it 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 kind of yeah it, it was a fairly toxic combination at the time well you know we've all been there right, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> was that the noise you made <laughs> you had to make it weird didn't you this time you know we've all been on a work zoom call and <laughs> <laughs> we, we've been like screen sharing and we've like oh no I've left my porn hub <laughs> oh well yeah. oh Jesus or, or you, or you oh, get screen up. two screen two screen two shit <laughs> <laughs> or you get up and you forget that you're not wearing any trousers or pants you know <laughs> camera off the standard mate <laughs> yeah. start, I never ever start a team's call with my camera on straight away I'll turn it on after I've come, after I've logged in, I always check to see if anyone's got their camera on first. Not being the only sucker sitting there looking like a anyway. Why would Anything. you be looking like what? What are you doing on the other end of your uh, camera? What would I be doing, Imran? Is the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, multitasking well, is my forte. Oh my god! Oh, okay. god. Well, anyway, <laughs> so, yeah. 
the, the good thing is that he, um, the Paul Rubens, he, he I think he recovered from the scandal and he made another TV series of Pee Wee Herman's good man. show. So, you know. Good. Didn't break any laws, you know. Breaking laws? No, no. And, so you know, just, just uh... does in his spare time. So, exactly. But yeah, that that's one of those um, big childhood movies, even though it was incredibly, you know, American focused cultural movies. Mm. But it was one, yeah, I'd always wanted to kind of um, check out. So, okay, so we've got, we got Pee Wee Herman's, what is it, Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure, I think? I think Big Adventure was the first one where he loses his bike. <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure, The Toy, and uh, what was the other one? Oh, Princess Bride. Yeah. Imran, what do you think? <clears throat> I was, so I'm not really a Pee Wee Herman, it's just not been my kind of humour or... You know, I just the voice, everything, but I've just never really taken to it. But then you said the masturbating in the cinema story, so <laughs> so that's what back... <laughs> no, I just want to subject down okay. to it now. Uh, no, I, that's a, that's a yeah, it's a no from me in terms of your review wouldn't interest me with respect yeah. uh, of that Maybe movie that. sort of thing. But um, again, the toy, I'd never heard of it. Um, it it's not doesn't grab me much i might look more into it just to, to you know see if, if there is more to it but uh, i think for me it would be uh prince is it princess bride princess bride the, prin- the princess bride the princess bride so I, the story is about, um, about her so right uh that that's my pick yeah i, I think it would be uh, interesting to hear your take on uh, what is deemed to be a classic do you have a preference dan um Based on I your think... minimal research of three, all three movies, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I know more about the Princess Bride than any of them. As in, as in, I, I probably remember bits of it. You know, as I said, I, I remember Andre the Giant in it. I kind of remember a lot of swordplay and stuff like that. But as I said, I'm quite happy to see it all the way through. Uh, the, the toy, as I've exhibited, uh, I know nothing about um i couldn't give you any information about it apart from the the really pathetic details i've given you from the vhs cover i've deliberately tried not to look into it um yeah but yeah no so i'm i'm cool with either really so comes down to me once again um shall i be a dick hmm <laughs> I mean, why break? Why check a bit of a lifetime? Um, no, no, uh, uh, no. I, I'm going to go Princess Bride. Um, ah. Same reasons as Imran. Like, uh, it's a film I love. I, I, I would be more than happy for you to watch it and enjoy it as much as I have. I think you'll enjoy the humor in it. Um, I, it's one of those films. I think that. Um, want to know more about? Wouldn't you both want to know what the toy is about? No. No, not really. <laughs> no, <laughs> love Richard Pryor, but I'm just looking at some of the images on um, Google right now. Nope. Um, <laughs> the tagline says: "An underemployed reporter finds himself literally purchased as a toy for a rich, spoiled brat." Also, I'm not being funny, but you can tell this film was made in '82 because you got the the cover of the thing. I, I think you guys have seen this, where you got an old white dude pulling the strings of a black guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sit that well with me in 2020, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but no, Princess Bride, um, great movie. I think it, it's aged really, it's aged really well as well in terms of like the comedy in it and the the, the story is good fun. Um, the performances in it are really good. Um, some cool cameos in it as well, which you'll be like, oh, this person, oh, that person. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think let's go Princess Bride. Dan, enjoy. Nice, thank you. Well, I, I look forward to it. And Imran, sorry, mate. Labyrinth, yeah, <laughs> super psyched to get stuck into to Labyrinth. I just want to shout out all of my other suggestions. Didn't work out, guys. Sorry. Enjoy, enjoy those adventures in babysitting, right. baby. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not strongly opposed to it at all. I, I, I love the AEs, and so I'm, I am kind of. I'm, yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm, I am mildly. Uh, I, to see it. Yeah, yeah, I, I get the feeling it's going to be Columbus as well. So it's got fairly good, decent pedigree. pedigree yeah. Right. I I think right. it's going to be like cheesy eighties family kind of movie. Like I think, yeah, if, I I know you've got an appreciate appreciation for mo- all things eighties. So it's yeah, cheesy eighties. Yeah, so so I, I think it's I think it's going to be. I think I think you might enjoy it. Imran, we could we could just club together and make. TJ, watch Mac and me. I think that's that's the really the suggestion that we've been that the the the, the listener has been waiting for. Never, <laughs> ever gonna happen. <laughs> ever. Isn't that like um? I try to think Mac and me. I I think Paul Rudd. It was Paul Rudd in it or anything? No, yeah, Paul Rudd did, has, has done a whole a whole kind of yeah, exactly. Uh, I won't give it away, but yeah, he's done a whole because <laughs> we're gonna watch it. We're gonna make him watch. <laughs> But yeah, no, he yeah. he's referred to that that film a lot. Yeah, like he goes on whenever he's a guest on like Conan, and he has a a movie that he's there for. They always say he always sort of pranks Conan by saying, "Yeah, we have a clip," and Conan's like, "Right, roll the clip," and it's like the same clip from Mac and Me every time that poor run is. He's just like, "Why the hell do you keep doing that? What is it with you in this film?" And he's just like, "Hey, man, this is awesome," blah blah blah. But he keeps pranking him. Yeah, it is true, but yeah, I think I don't know if it, if it, yeah, I'm pretty sure it did get a cinema run. It, it's incredible. It's it's a really terrible ET ripoff that was basically for, for funded by McDonald's. So it's got the the, the most amount of product. By McDonald's product that kills me. That, I know that those are words that are just like really like hey, there's a big budget movie funded by McDonald's. Like what? That, that said, insane. I'm still staggered that McDonald's sponsors like the World Cup and bullshit like that. So you know, whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I guess it's just another way for them to shield their product, really, right? Totally. Mm. Well, so I can't I... no one's watching Mac and Me. I can't believe it. <laughs> I know. That's it. None of us have seen it. We should all watch it. Yeah. Cool. So, just to confirm, Iman, you are watching Adventures and Babysitters. Yes. <laughs> DJ, so pumped. You are watching the Chantley's classic Sixteen Candles. Yes. And I am watching. I don't know who, who directed The Princess Bride. Uh, that is a good question, which I don't have the answer to right now because my. Web browser just closed. 
Um, yeah, okay. Well, I can't. I don't know who it is. Um, it's directed by Rob Ryder. Oh. Oh, wow. Who did, what, yeah. what other films has he done? Uh, he's known for other classics such as Come on, we're browser, Jesus. Uh, he's an actor as well. Yeah, he's um. Uh... Yeah, for some reason I can only think of him in New Girl at the moment, but he's done loads of stuff as a as an actor. He and, uh... did. This is Spinal Tap. Blimey. me. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Stand by me. See when that. Harry... He's done a few. He's done a few good movies, according to this list. <laughs> uh, Stand by me, Princess or uh, Princess Bride, obviously. When Harry Met Sally, Misery. Few. Wow, that's really. He movies. did Misery. Yeah. Misery. Wow. A uh, few good men. Uh, did you do anything else? And nothing else that I've heard of. But See, he's, I... he's 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 directing up until twenty seventeen. Stand by me was was another one of the films I was going to choose. That's a great movie. Is again, yeah. I think I have seen so much of it, but never the whole thing from beginning to end. Even yeah. even Lost Boys, I've still never seen that from beginning. Oh, great movie. Uh, That's a great movie. It was actually on TV uh, quite recently, hmm. but I was, and I had it on in the background for the entire film. But for some reason, I was doing something else. I was writing something, and I. Realize it, it ended, and I was like, "Oh, I don't really remember what happened." Damn. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very good movie with one of the greatest musical moments in the history of cinema. I remember all I remember because <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was hoping Imran was going to be, "Oh yeah, I, remember this. No, I was just thinking, nope, I was like, what nothing. is it?" And then it just it ended. That's done. <laughs> What a tease! <laughs> the, it's it's literally like a two second bit where they go to the party on the beach. I think it's a party on the beach, and there's a guy on the stage uh, playing a saxophone and singing like some incredible power ballad, wearing like neon pink leggings, topless with like a oh chain. Gosh, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'll send you the link on uh, from the YouTube. It's it's. It's, it's a thing of thing of beauty. They play throughout, isn't it? It's the the is it that they they shall not kill or something? Uh, yes. Uh, I forget who did that. Was it no? Oh, it's the the song's called "Cry Little Sister." I can't remember who sings it though. Uh, I think someone. I think someone quite big at the time sang it. Nice. Well, I think that brings us to to an end. We have our three films. We will come back and share our reviews and experiences from those films very soon. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Take it easy.
Hello, voodoo. Hello, you do. Remind me of the babe. What? A goblin babe. <laughs> well. Then baby said, <laughs> 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 